you are savior, Caroline. Button eyes are an image that I will never be able to remove from my mind. So this spooky month, I decided to rewatch Coraline. This movie has easily survived the test of time. A big reason for this is because of its animation and its attention to detail. That and the overall creepy feeling that remains to this day. Everyone I come across when mentioning the story of Coraline had the same answer. Regardless of age, it is a creepy film. To begin, Coraline began as a novel, created by author Neil Gaiman and was adapted by the stop-motion animation studio Laika, who also produced Kubo and the Two Strings, and Coraline was directed by Henry Selick, who directed stop-motion films such as The Nightmare Before Christmas and James and the Giant Peach. Coraline took three years to make, and this was Laika Studio's first film. Interesting enough, because their first film was a rather dark kids movie. But this movie does not underestimate its audience. While mostly kids were that audience, it did have a PG-13 rating. As this movie didn't shy away from using dark imagery, along with so many unsettling moments. That creepy, haunting feel of this film is attributed to Gaiman, Selick, and to Laika in that respect. And the story calls for a deeper view of what Coraline's message is. The movie wastes no time in setting up the tone, the imagery, and the themes they will be dealing with, highlighted in the disturbing opening scene that shows Coraline's doll being created. A scene that can carry both innocence and an unnerving feeling that something bad will happen. The film follows a young girl, Coraline Jones, and her family's move to a new town. While her parents neglect her, focused on their jobs and making sure the bills are paid, Coraline's core focus is to try and find positivity in their drab home. But more importantly, Coraline wants attention and care from her family. Some of the biggest themes in this movie. As Coraline searches for some positivity in this drab world, she finds the other world. Before going forward, I want to compare the design and the feel of the two worlds and how Laika, Selick, and Gaiman were truly able to bring these two places to life. Looking at Coraline's world, the first thing that can easily be felt and noticed is the use of color. Coraline's home is dingy and desaturated. There are shades of a faded pink, a pale gray, and brown commonly used in her home. And the few things that stand out, the few things that have color and life are a part of Coraline. Her bright yellow jacket and bright yellow boots, as well as blue hair. But when there wasn't any rain, even her clothes didn't have much life. The food that she eats is nearly black in color, and it's slimy. And contrast that with even the portal to the other world, that in itself had much more life than Coraline's world. The portal's colors were inviting and had a pulse illustrating life. And when Coraline finally makes her way to the other world, every single color, every texture, everything is magnified. The colors are saturated and they are warm. They are bright. All of Coraline's meals are alluring. This world is perfect, even down to the minute details. Like her other mother's nose being straight 
instead of her real mother's nose that is crooked. Coraline visits this parallel dimension where everything is better. Her other parents pay more attention to her, her neighbors are more exciting, and YB doesn't talk. But as Coraline is warned about this world by the cat, the other mother proposes for her to stay in this other world forever. But in return, she has to get her eyes replaced by buttons. Coraline refuses and attempts to escape, but the other mother locks her in for a few days. But with the help of the other YB, she is able to return back to the real world. However, she finds out that she needs to return to the other world in order to free her real parents and to free the souls of the other kids trapped in the other world. Coraline in the end frees the children and her parents, effectively sealing and closing the other world. Coraline is a movie that places importance on family and it places importance on listening. As Coraline repeatedly states how people don't listen to her. I'm not listening to me! And looking at the way parents treat her, from her perspective, seems like the absolute worst treatment. She is a kid. She doesn't eat the food that she wants, her parents don't let her play in the rain, and she can't get the gloves she wants either. Not only that, she never gets any attention from them. However, from an outsider perspective, that just seems like regular parenting. The story teaches Coraline that family is important, and it is not to be taken for granted. With all this being said, I could still never truly pinpoint exactly what makes Coraline so unnerving. Though I could chalk it up to a number of things. The idea of Coraline being trapped in that world forever. Or the stop motion and 3D animation which made specific actions and scenes a little too real. Two scenes in particular that enhance this idea is when Coraline searches for her parents in the real world. When she can't find them, she goes a little while without seeing them, and at night she makes pillow versions of them and kisses them goodnight, followed by her crying herself to sleep. That sense of true helplessness, vulnerability, and the realization of how much she truly loves and misses her parents created quite a touching moment. My favorite scene, though, was where Beldum chases Coraline. That blood-curdling yell and her as a spider crawling up the web, being animated in stop motion in 3D, was so realistic and terrifying. But it also felt like the other mother was really going to catch her. And that's where the animation's prowess is really on display. Such an amazing scene. Coraline is a movie about growing up, but also a movie about acceptance. By the end of the film, her world was illustrated by the more vast spectrum of saturated colors. She now lived in a world that was brighter. She has accepted that she has a very good life. One that she shouldn't take for granted. But on a Halloween and spooky note, the message of this film is very simple. Be careful what you wish for. Oh,